Hello and welcome to another There Are Giants podcast. I'm your host, as always, Roger Munter, and uh, this one is it's always a special privilege for me. Yesterday was January 15th, the opening of the international free agent signing period uh, where clubs can sign players 16 and older uh, from foreign nations. Uh, and that means, of course, that I have Giants Senior International Scouting Director Joe Salermo on with me uh, to talk about uh, the latest crop of talent that the Giants have brought in uh, at the lowest level of the system. Uh, it's just always a thrill for me to get to talk with Joe, who's done such a fantastic job um, heading up the international scouting for the Giants. And he's pretty excited about the talent they brought into the system the last few years. Before I get to that, uh, let me just say that There Are Giants podcast is brought to you by the support of my uh, subscribers at theregiants.com. If you want to hear more of my work uh, on what's going on in the Giants farm, uh, you can become a subscriber. I'm just getting into this year's top 50, uh, and after that, spring training will be going on, and I'll be out in uh, Papago Park. Uh, so it's a great time to become a subscriber and and help bring <laughs> this podcast and all the work I do uh, to all my readers. Uh, I can't thank you enough for the support. And with that, uh, let's hear what Joe Salermo has to say about the newest crop of young giants. How are you doing? Joe, how are you? I'm doing great. What's going on? I appreciate you uh, taking a little time at the end of a, a long day. Yeah, I know. It's okay. It's, uh, it was a long day. I'm here in Venezuela, but uh, it's good. It's, uh, you're on, uh, you're, you're on East, Eastern time, right? Is that correct? I am. I'm getting my first snowstorm yeah, yeah. of the year here. Oh wow! Yeah, wow! Yeah, so quite uh, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, quite different, definitely. I'm, uh, I'm in uh, Venezuela, so it's an hour ahead of Eastern time. So it's nine thirty-three here. It is late there. You had a big Venezuelan uh, group this year. I think uh, uh, one of the biggest we've had in a few years this year. Was that a a, a good uh, a good group of talent coming up in that country this year? Um, yeah, I mean, I think um, it was a, a good group of talent. Uh, it was a lot of depth to the class. Um, you know, last year, obviously, we had Arias and uh, one Venezuelan, uh, Rivas. Um, this year, um, you know, how it worked out, how, how we saw the players, how we uh, we offered the players. Um, some of the Venezuelans took our deals and uh we uh, they're we're glad they did so um yeah so it was uh it was a it was a, a good year uh, a strong year in venezuela overall i mean it's always a good year here it's always a, a really good year always in dominican republic there's not we don't we don't say hey this year let's go to this country and get a lot of guys let's let's go it just works out that you know how we evaluate the players how it falls on on uh, offers, you know. Sometimes we, we might we might offer more Dominican players, and they just don't take our offer. We just maybe take other teams' offer. You know, but it just it just works. It doesn't. It's not planned out that that we we went to one country uh, one year or another country another year. You know, before I before I talk to you about uh, the, the the kids you signed today, um, this was a big year for kind of your group. It feels like to me. I mean, you got uh, you know Lucy and, and Matos both uh, got up to the big leagues for the first time. You know, Duvall's an all star. You know, obviously yeah. you get you know Arias has a great beginning of his career. Guys like Barracoto yeah. kind of stepping up. Do you get time with your with your group to kind of like stop and celebrate those moments as they as they come along? <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I think our celebration is text messages. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Uh, like, uh, hey, great job, good job. Let's continue to start tomorrow and the next year. Huh? So I think, you know, to I think we're, we're a, a, an underrated group. Um, uh, and I say that because if you look at the history of uh, internet, our international program, we we've come up with you know Luis Castillo was an original giant. Uh, Jonathan Loisaga was an original giant. Um, um, you know, obviously we're, there's always room to improve in, in every area. There's there's not a perfect world. Nobody's going to hit a thousand. There's always room to improve. But we've we've brought some big leaguers, and uh, you know we've traded them for for value, and 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 I think. Um, I think, you know, six, seven years ago, we just started to really focus on on up the middle guys, premium precision guys and 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 makeup and uh, just the process itself of, of signing, you know, 16 year old, 17 year old. So and, and I think they, they, we've done a, a better job. Yeah. Yeah. And again, um, there's and again, like, like I said before, there's always you're always improving. And, and I and I tell our staff, you never have all the answers. You don't you know, don't don't let your ego get in the way and just walk around like you have all the answers, uh, because, you know, uh, next year you can have a half of the players hurt and, and there, there you go. You know, they're not prospects. I just like just uh, I have a, I have a quote learn from the past live in the present prepare for the future you know so it sounds like pretty good one um yeah thanks for sharing you, you mentioned that so last year you had areas last year you had kind of a the, you know the big guy at the top this year right. uh, it's kind of like the the 2019 2020 where it's a lot of sort of spreading it around what were your as you were putting this group together what were kind of your overall impressions of of, of this class as it was coming together well, I, you know, obviously we always we always uh, try to get the premium precision guys up the middle guys, and we we did lose out on a couple of shortstops in uh, Dominican Republic, and and then you know we we had Johnny Sanchez, Johnny Level on our board, our next guys we were going to go after, and and we decided. Um, to go after Johnny Sanchez, who and then Johnny Level, then you know that was you know we have a board just like the draft, and like it's just we don't have a, a draft. We have a board. We we rank all these guys, and and when when we start trying to sign these players and they commit to other teams, we just go move on to the next one. Did the the I know next year we're gonna move down from from the two teams to the one team in the dsl does that affect how you guys go about your business any at all in terms of just numbers of bodies or, or playing time or things like that well I, I don't know where you get that info but that's pretty good info Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> i mean like uh, you know. <laughs> if if we do if we, I, if I'm, we do go <laughs> i've heard that maybe this could happen <laughs> yeah okay um if we do, if that is the case, um, if we do move down to one team, no, you know, we still trying to, we're still trying to get the best player. Um, obviously, um, we probably can't can't get the, we can go go crazy and sign twenty guys again, um, and we have to um, 
give time for those we sign uh, uh, time to develop. You know, like you know, the one year development period is not a a a good model for kids to develop. You know, because these kids they get they go through a lot, and you got to give them a couple years for them to develop. And if you bring more and more players, more and more players, um, there's always a pressure that that you got to release guys to have room for these high-end guys that you're bringing in to, to play. So, yeah, does it change? It's probably we we have to uh, be a little bit more uh, with a fine point to who we're going to sign, you know, because we're going to have less roster space. So I know you've talked to me before about the importance of like home visits, of understanding makeup, understanding the kids, let them understand who you are. So, so let's start with, uh, with, uh, Yoendri Sanchez, kind of what your, what was your history of kind of learning about this kid and, and falling in love with him to the point where, where you wanted to bring him in as, uh, as top of the talent. Um, you know, um, he comes from a, um, a pretty, you know, dad and mom and dad was very influential in his life uh really mature for his age and i tell you where where and i tell you where i, I got sold on this kid uh, and we got sold as a giant on me uh, uh, the the scouting department um his father passed away he passed away about six or eight months ago huh. and you know and and like he obviously 16 year old kid is going to have some downtime some some moment but i think he kind of like um jumped over that hurdle he like said hey my dad wants me to be a big leaguer i'm going to just keep working and um i think that sold me as as his, as a as a, a good as the makeup and, and and the other thing is that he has a lot of leadership qualities i mean when we got him together with other kids we were we were working out he always took charge so um it really the makeup really sold that part of it his actions really sold his makeup to me. Um, and then obviously his ability, you know, he has strength to his body, his power bat. Um, he improved since day one, his contact skills. He controlled the zone. Um, he had a, for a power guy, he had a really low chase rate. Um, and, and at times he showed a plus arm with, um, and, and we think with the, the excellent work that our player development does, I think he'll be above uh, above average defender. Uh, again, and and we're really happy that he was there when we called to offer him a, a, a contract and a bonus, and and we got him for one point four million. You mentioned strength. That's something that's like the first thing uh, any blurb I've read about him mentions his strength. That's something that whenever I talk with with Pete, with Pete Patillo, strength comes up a lot. Strength and physicality. Uh, is that something that um, is organizationally kind of a, a priority and that you, that you look for when you're when you're well, going out and looking at kids? Well, I think there's different there's different aspect to strength. Um, um, obviously, strength. He has strength now and room to add on strength, but he's not stiff. Now you can have strength now and be stiff, and then that's for me. That's a no no. Um, I like guys, especially up the middle guys that are loose, fluid, um, that are going to get stronger as they mature. Um, because if you sign a guy who's seventeen has strength now, you know he's going to get stronger. But you know, 
probably to the age of 21, 22, where the curve kind of flattens out and, uh, um, and then, you know, and then doesn't, he just doesn't, he is what he is. Granted, sometimes it's good to have strength already because it, you know, like, like Sanchez's exit velocity is pretty good. So it's, it works for him, you know, and he has flexibility and it works for him. Not all the guys that have strength right now work for them. So um, I think we've always looked for strength or, uh, or the ability to gain strength. Uh, but just this guy just had it now, you know? Yeah. It's kind of that, that uh, athleticism, that, that athletic strength kind of that can keep going. Um, right. Well, let's switch over to to Johnny level. Um, switch hitter, I think a switch hitter yeah. shortstop at the moment. Um, yeah. What's, what's kind of your, your history with, with, uh, with Mr. Level. Yeah. John, Johnny level is, uh, he is from the uh, Eastern part of Venezuela uh, goes to uh, belongs to Danny Suarez Academy. Actually, his academy is a pretty well academy here in, in Venezuela, and we started seeing him a couple of years ago when he traveled with his academy to different tournaments. And this kid now, this kid was five six when we first saw him. He's now like five ten, um, and he's a plus athlete. Really, really, really wide shoulders, plus plus bat speed, plus exit velocity. Very aggressive at the plate. At times, the aggressiveness makes him expand his own, but I think he controls it well enough. Uh, it makes enough fastball contact to bring above average bat. Uh, and he does have a chance to play shortstop with plus skills and plus arm. Uh, blue collar type player, really kind of like, kind of reminds me of Pete Rose. I mean, when we first saw him, he was diving head first, da da da. You know, and we like when we came, he came into our workouts. We had to talk to him, say, no, no head first diving, you know, no head first <laughs> diving. You know, you're not Pete Rose, you're not, you know, what I mean, like he was like, who is Pete Rose? You know, like these kids, you know, I mean, who's Pete Rose? And then we show him some, we show him some film of Pete Rose and playing like hustle, you know, which I like the hustle. Don't get me wrong, he hustles everywhere and he, but, but, uh, it was, we had to come down a little bit, but it was good. It was good. He's good. He's, um, again, plus athlete. Uh, I mean, he can really swing the bat, really aggressive with the with the bat, and uh, and he has a cannon for on and really quick quick hand. So we we like uh, he can stand short. I I, I played uh, ball in the seventies, so I I did all my my all my sliding head first. There, <laughs> like uh, every, yeah. everybody in the seventies. <laughs> yeah. Now nowadays, like you 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 slide head first, people are on the edge of their seats, you know. You know, yeah. the east of Venezuela is that over by the coast? He's from yeah, it's kind, of, it's yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of yeah, it's it's the it, yeah, it's by the coast, yeah. <laughs> um, so another thing that we see this year that's been kind of consistent the last few years is a, a lot of diversity of countries. You 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 got a kid from Aruba this year, uh, who I'm actually going to have to get some help from you on on how to say his name. Um, what is the uh, what? Yeah, is his it? name is your Sander Benitez. Your Sander Benitez. Yeah. So, uh, what's kind of the level of of baseball activity going on in in Aruba now? I know a lot of good, you know, some good players have coming out of there in the past. Uh, where did you start seeing um, your Sander play? Um, what, what was kind of your history following him? Yeah, our area scouts saw him play in a tournament in Curacao, actually, because they, yeah. you know, they hopped from Aruba to Curacao. 
Um, and then we started following him and um, he went to Dominican Republic a couple of times, uh, actually came to the States a couple of times. So a couple of tournaments in Orlando um, and we just liked to this letter system. He, you know, he's a plus athlete, um, quick hands. Now he's a little crude at times uh, with his approach. Um, you know, he plays infield and outfield. Um um, so he's a little crude with his approach, and I think these guys they're a little more crude at at first, and then uh, you know, with with uh, repetition they get better. Uh, he's a smart kid. I mean, this kid knows English, Spanish, and uh, Papamento because um, they, they talk, they speak Papamento in Aruba. Um, so it's uh, he's a pretty pretty uh, bright kid. His actually fa his father is is uh dominican and mother is uh arubian so um but they live in aruba i was going to ask you about his position because i saw somewhere he was listed as an outfielder and uh, i think on the giants press release they uh, had him as a second baseman um yeah he's, yeah, yeah he's he's both yeah we're we're gonna try him he's such, he's such an athletic kid that we're gonna try him you know anywhere you know the one thing that farm brought is the uh when he came to our organization is that you like you want to get guys that can play multiple positions and bring value at different areas, you know. So, um, obviously, as a seventeen-year-old, he's not he's not close to big leagues, but it's always nice to have a guy that's athletic enough that in the future he could play, you know, everywhere. Yeah. So, um, take me through some of the kind of I know you love you love getting big value in your class. Take me through some of the guys you think are are kind of the bargains uh, in the class this year. All right, I'm going to take you to three guys that I, that I call my three big sleep, big sleepers because some like of the other guys are sleepers. All right, my <laughs> three big, yeah, my three big sleepers. I'm going to give you because you know, um, I, 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 you know, I don't want to keep you all night. You might have to shovel snow later on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, um, big three sleepers. Um, the first one is our, our genius Kayama. Is he's a right hand pitcher? C A Y A M A yeah, right hand yeah. pitcher out of Venezuela. Um, we gave him one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Um, really good body plus athlete. He's six one. He's he's been already up to ninety seven. Uh, this year sitting sits at ninety two ninety five. Feel for wow. change up. Uh, the breaking ball comes and goes. When I say comes and goes, it kind of changes the slots. So sometimes it's a curveball, sometimes it's a slider. And and I think um, this happens because he was an infielder. Uh, he's only been pitching eight months. So, um, you know, when when you make the, the change, sometimes you just have to get comfortable with the slot and the breaking ball. But he has good arm speed to, to improve the breaking ball. And what surprised me the most uh, for us is that he threw a lot of strikes for a kid that's only been pitching eight, 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 uh, eight months. So wow. um, we, I think, yeah, I think this guy is one of the big sleepers. Uh, 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 I'm, I'm really happy with with him. You know, that's that's so. interesting that you went to a pitcher first because you know, usually yeah. you, you love you love the hitters. Yeah, yeah, I know. I uh, I went to a pitcher because I think. Uh, I think this kid could be special if everything works out, you know, I, that's, that's why, you know, I think, uh, I think, and I think, uh, I think he could be, there's a big upside to this kid. And who are, who are our other two big sleepers? The big two sleepers I got is uh, Oliver Tejada. He's an outfielder in Dominican Republic, $150,000. 
strong body. When I, now here's another strong body that's presently str uh, strong. Uh, doesn't have a lot of projection to the body, but he has present strength. Uh, plus bat speed, plus exit velocity. Rip makes a lot of contact, consistent contact. He's an above average contact guy for his age. And he has plus makeup on and off the field. Um, can play uh, the corner outfield's precision. And then surprisingly, you know, he runs like a six seven six eight sixty. I don't think that would be that will be his strength because you know he's going to get a little stronger and just the body. It's going to not going to allow him to. I think keep this consistently, keep that speed consistently. Um, but um, yeah, th this guy. Uh, we're really happy. I mean, the ball really jumps off his bat. How does he compare with uh, with uh, like uh, Concepcion, who you guys signed last year, uh, who was uh, similar, uh, a lot of hard contact kind of guy in the corner outfield? Yeah, this guy has a better body, better athlete. You know, yeah. When I say better body, it's more. I mean, Concepcion has to work a little bit on his body. He has a tendency of getting thick. Um, this kid is just pretty chiseled. You know, nice. And big sleeper number three is is who? Uh, big sleeper Santiago Camacho is a catcher out of Venezuela. Um, uh, uh, really easy actions to the body. Uh, switch hitting catcher has above nice. average bats, B plus exit velocity, makes a lot of contact. Uh, plus receiver behind the plate. Um, and here's another guy with plus makeup with plus baseball skills. You guys have done really well on the catcher front. It feels like uh, the last few years. Yeah, uh, it's been a lot. Of yeah, we're, we're trying. Yeah, you know? we're trying slowly but surely. We're trying. It's a it's a it's a work in progress. Patient. Yeah, the big word here, I think, is patient with uh, <laughs> with seventeen year olds. I mean, this these kids are juniors in high school. You, you know, right. I, I I always remind people that because you know. Sometimes they expect the world of these kids right away. And, and like, hey, if this kid is in high school and junior, you, you go and you say, hey, this guy's a, a strong father for next year's draft at 18, you know? Yeah. I, that's So, like, it's just uh, – I remind people of that sometimes. Absolutely. I mean, you got to let kids yeah. find their path. Um, it, is sure. this, like, the, the, the bulk of the class for this year? Do you have – I mean, you're always looking for people I know. Do you have anyone you're anticipating kind of coming along uh, in the in the next few weeks or, or a couple no. months? No, I mean, we're always, we're always looking for pitching. I mean, I think, you know, we still have uh, money in our pool that, that we can use a couple of pitchers. I, I'm – I, I am going to emphasize some pitching because we need we need pitching, um, but um, I I think the, you know in the next couple of months or you know remember this period it starts today but it doesn't end till December fifteenth so that money goes all all through the year you know right. you can use it through the year you don't have to use it right away um, I I like to say it's a marathon not a sprint you know did uh, it just. just changing topic slightly. Uh, I, I know there's a lot of collaboration uh, between the departments. Did, did your group by any chance take part in the scouting of, of Jung-Hoo Lee in, along the way? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, um, we actually saw Jung-Hoo Lee, uh, myself and one of our international cross checker at a premier 12 tournament when he was 21 back, back in, um, I want to say the last premier 12, I want to say was 2000. 
if he's 25, he was, it was four years ago. It was before mm -hmm. the pandemic. It was like the 2019, right before the pandemic. They had a premiere 12 in Korea. And uh, and he was part of it. And uh, and then I saw him at the WBC this year. Um, right. So he he was, you know, he was pretty good. He can hit. He can play center field. He, he handled a big league pitching pretty well. Handled lefties pretty well. I'm really happy that we got him. And uh, really happy that our, our our scouts saw him and and could help out Zach and his his guys. You know. Yeah. Uh, I won't keep you too much longer. Yeah. I know uh, you have you, you got yeah. Yeah, sleep, hopefully, and probably meetings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. as long as I have you, I thought I would uh, uh, just go back to last year's class. Uh, obviously, Arias um, gave you everything I'm sure you hoped uh, in the short time. Yeah. But I was wondering kind of like who were the other guys who really made progress in your eyes or who, who, who kind of stood out to you uh, uh, for for what they did once they got into the program and, and games? Yeah, you know, we, we had um we had uh this kid Lisbel Diaz that we signed uh later. Um really a lot of contact, hit the ball hard. He was an outfielder from Cuba that we signed late. Um Concepcion had a good year. I think he he's his power strength. Um we also had um Carlos Gutierrez, second yeah. baseman from from uh, Mexico that really, really uh, showed his ability to make contact and play different precisions. Um, uh, and then, you know, in the pitching, um, there's so many pitchers and so many guys that, uh, that showed some, some signs of, of, uh, of positive uh, outings um, that, um, you know the Jose Rangel kid pitched yeah. very well, um, um, and, and then like the Johan Rodriguez, even though his numbers are not good and he's an older guy, he was he's been up to ninety five, ninety six. So, you know, there are things like that. I mean, it's it, with pitching. I'm a big believer to pitching. Um, uh, it can develop at any point. Uh, of their young career, uh, you know, you can be 18 or you can be 22 or 23, and 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 a, a light goes on and and something clicks and you can move to the big leagues really quick. So, I think pitching there's a there's a a, a range of age that that you can uh, you can get pitching and be successful at that. You know? Yeah, it was it was interesting to me that uh, there were some younger guys on on the pitching side in the DSL this year, and they maybe didn't get a lot of innings or or have great numbers, but uh, it was noticeable. You had a, a few like seventeen year olds, like Ringel was was like sixteen, seventeen, and you know Mejias, wow. and there, there were a few guys that were young that you, that you like to see because there's a lot of room yeah. to grow. Yeah, um, we had like uh, we had like uh, Carlos Molina who mm -hmm. who started in the DSL and ended up in the ACL lefty with a it's a lot of strikes and breaking ball. So, you know, one guy you jumped completely over the DSL, which I always find interesting was Alex Hernandez, um, who I think had been yeah. maybe signed the previous summer. Um, but he kind of came out of nowhere. It seemed like to me, he, he was pretty yeah, impressive. He was, arm. Yeah. He was a $10,000 guy out of Venezuela. You know, he, he, uh, I've seen him up to 93, 94 and, and good spin rate to the fastball, but pitches up in the zone very well, swing and miss. And, and again, like, you know, like these kids, they're not used to throwing so many innings. So at times he would go up and down, up and down. And just like, 
you know, 75 innings in a year is a lot for these kids, uh, you know, and I, and I give you an example. I mean, these kids come to our workouts and they pitch two innings. Right. And, and like, and, and that's our max because their agent just has them through two innings. And then maybe they'll go to, cause they go into another workout in three days. So, so like, they're not used to sometimes throwing 75 to 100 innings in a in a in a year like in 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 a six month period where where you have to do long toss and things right? structural they're not sometimes they're not used to structure so when when they come into uh, to our organization you know there's a lot of structure and and sometimes they 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 struggle with structure so so um he got a little tired there at the end but it's mm-hmm. it, it's understandable Another another guy who was who was a pretty interesting player um, was uh, Christian Avendano, who had been released as an outfielder from from the Cardinals, uh, and you guys put on the mound and and had some pretty yeah. pretty impressive um, first year on the mound. I thought. Yeah, the story with him is that um, we saw him here in Venezuela as a release player that started pitching at the Carlos Guillen Academy. And, you know, he was up to 94, had really no fear, really poor field for the secondary stuff, but he had arm strength and, you know, what he's kind of a strong guy. So we gave him a chance to be a pitcher and, and he, like he jumped at DSL and went right up to, uh, you know, uh, the ACL. So it was a nice uh, a positive, a nice positive surprise. Well, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's always fun to to watch the progress of these kids as they come into uh, the organization. And I know you're going to spend the next year looking for for more Lidsbell DSs. Um, but I will just as my last question uh, ask if we have any sneak peeks of 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 next year's January 15, because uh, I know you know the work never ends for you. You're going to be out there right, working yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I think we're obviously always looking for shortstop, and I, I think. Uh, there's a guy, Joshua De Jesus, out of Dominican, that's on our radar, and and uh, uh, here in Venezuela, there's a guy named Julian Barreto that's on our radar. So we'll we'll keep seeing him play and see what what you know what happens with them. Well, there's always uh, other players around, so you know, tons of players. Everybody likes to play baseball in Latin America. Well, right. in most countries anyway, because you know. it's the greatest game there is. And that's right. Yeah. You know? Joe. Uh, by the way, how many, how many, how many inches are you getting tonight over there? What's that? Uh, well, it's not that inches? bad. It's 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 just enough to be pretty. It's only about two right. inches, I think, out there. I live in this like weird little snow hole where it hits like five inches a mile from me, but we just get a pretty little dusting. So it's kind of perfect. Right, right. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, always uh always a pleasure talking to you. Uh, Joe, you know, obviously we'll catch up in spring training or during the summer. We will, and I want to I want to extend my appreciation to you and your whole staff from uh, from everybody who cares about Giants baseball. Thanks for all the hard work. Yeah, and and I and remember it was a good day to be to be in black and orange today. Good day. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Joe, right. go get some Have sleep. A, thank you. Appreciate it. Great talking to you. Have thanks, a good night. Thanks. You too. Bye bye.